Today we're actually going to talk about why, why this is so important that we actually declare and pray the word over our lives uh, in, every, in every area. So let me tell you a story. When I was about five years old, we used to go to a real, uh, very small church. And we used to sing a song, and it was actually called, Father, Make Us One. And my parents, they were all impressed at how focused and attentive their kids were during worship. It was as if we were in high expectation for God to do something in worship as their little toddlers sang, Father, Make Us One. And then one day, uh, one of us asked my mom, Mom, when is God going to bring us a swan? And she had no idea what we were talking about until we pointed her to the line in the song that we had been singing that said, Father, make a swan. (laughs) And so that's what we sang is, Father, make a swan. We were waiting for God to make a swan. Anybody ever mishear a lyric in a song? Yeah, it, it actually has a name. It's, it's called Mondegreens. And, and sometimes they're, they're really funny. In fact, check out some of these misheard lyrics. You know that song, We Are Family? For years I thought they were singing, Just Let Me Staple the Vicar. Right? <laughs> who's right and who's wrong here? Listen. All of the people around us, they say, Drive by the cars, beautiful song. They used this on Live Aid. Do you remember? They showed it over this harrowing footage of these starving Ethiopians. <laughs> if you listen closely, they're actually singing about pork pie. Pork pie? What's it called? Apparently, according to Michael, your burgers are the best. I can hear you Your burgers are the best. Near, far, wherever you are. I believe the hot dogs go on. My favorite misheard lyrics tweets from you guys. Here we go. First one is from at Iodes. He says, I want to rock and roll all night and part of every day. Yeah. Part of, very specific. part. Between 11 and 3. I will rock. I will rock and roll. All night, look out. Just a little bit. Because the lid is off the rock. Yeah, I'm very But during the day. Uh, I heard, if you start me up by the Rolling Stones as, in Yugoslavia, you'll never stop. In Yugoslavia! In Yugoslavia, you'll never stop, never stop, you never, never, never stop, yeah. In Yugoslavia, you'll never stop, yeah. no, you'll never, you'll eat, you'll eat, you'll This one's from at Timbo Russell. He says, when I was young, I thought the Lion King started with Pennsylvania. <laughs> it should, actually. You'll never watch The Lion King the same <laughs> again after that. You know, I don't, I don't know. I mean, 
some of those, they actually sound right to me. I mean, you know. But what if the lyrics that you're singing to your own personal thought soundtrack, what if those are actually wrong as well? What if the voices of the world around us, the, the mental distractions that we're dealing with, what if they're causing us to not hear clearly what God is actually saying to us? What if we're mishearing it? I mean, I, I'm, if you focus, you can hear that Celine is not really singing about hot dogs. Right? But once you hear that wrong, it's easy to hear it wrong this, every time. You'll never hear that song the same again. What if we're misunderstanding what we're hearing? And that misunderstanding, that misunderstanding is causing us to speak the wrong things over ourselves without even thinking about it. Hmm. Well, the Bible actually has a lot to say about the words that we say. And that's why this morning we're going to continue our series that we have called Soundtracks. And in this series, it's all about how we can actually reprogram our thoughts to how God thinks about us or our soundtracks, if you will. And we're actually asking this question, which is what's playing in our heads? What are the soundtracks that are going over and over? And we're, and we're using this, this verse as our theme verse for this series. And it says, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. In other words, what you think about yourself, that's what you're going to be. And because of that, it's incredibly important that we actually pay attention to our thought life. And so the, in week one, we found out from Daniel that when we say no to our bodies, in other words, fasting, it actually sharpens our mind so that we can change our soundtrack easier. And that's why we're at the beginning of the second week of our 21-day fast. And I want to encourage you, hang in there. Keep doing it. If you haven't done it and you're, you can still jump in, you can find out uh, all the information by scanning the QR code on the back of the chairs or, or on the screens uh, for those of you that are online. And then for, the, for week two, we learned that the soundtracks that play on repeat, they're actually going to shape the pattern of our world. And if you don't like the pattern of your world, if you don't like parts of your life, if you don't like parts of yourself, we have to change what we are repeating in our lives. And then last week, we recognized the importance of taking our thoughts captive and bringing them into obedience because either we take our thoughts captive or they are going to take us captive. Our thoughts are going to take us prisoner if we don't take them captive first. So today we're going to continue the series and we're going to tackle a challenge that a lot of us, possibly all of us, we deal with from time to time. And that is the power of what we say to ourselves, our self-talk. Because while it may seem innocent enough while we sing the wrong lyrics to music, we have to understand that what we say, it does, it has power. What we say, can, it can preserve life or it can destroy it. We're going to find this out. That it can give life or it can kill. Our words actually have the power to build us up or tear us down when we're not careful with our words to ourselves, They can become poison. And we have to be ready to accept the consequences of what we say. 
And so we've been talking about our thoughts so far, like our soundtracks between our ears, the thoughts that we have on repeat. And guess what happens to the songs that we have repeat in our minds? They come out of mouth. They do. In fact, look at what Jesus said uh, in Luke 6, verse 45. He said, a good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good. And an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart brings forth evil. As we have discussed before, in the Greek language that this scripture was written, this word heart, again, it means the soul or the seat of the thoughts and emotions. It's the thoughts playing on repeat. This is our soundtrack, okay? So Jesus then says, so out of the abundance of our soundtrack, our mouth speaks. See, it's those beliefs, those soundtracks that are playing in our heads that is the abundance of our heart or our mind. And that's what causes us to speak. And the words that we speak, they actually attract. They create an atmosphere around us. And that atmosphere is either life or it's death. It's good fruit or it's poison fruit. So then the question becomes, what are we speaking over ourselves? What are we saying when we talk to ourselves? Life or death? Because, you see, the words that we use, the words that we choose to use, they actually reveal what's in our heart, the condition of our heart. They reveal our soundtrack. The words that we use, the words that we choose to use, it reveals what's actually in our soundtrack, in our hearts. It reveals what soundtrack we're listening to, how often we hear it. You might say, well, I didn't mean to say that. Well, it was in there somewhere. Because when you're under pressure, that's when the true condition of our heart is actually made known. You see, our heart, our thought life, our mind and emotions are a lot like a tea bag. And there's an old saying that you never know what's in a tea bag until hot water is applied. Because until you place it into hot water and you let it steep in that water, you don't know what's really in that bag until the tea bag steeps. And at that point, the aromas and the flavors of the tea bag are actually released. And so as we think wrong, negative thoughts, when the heat gets turned up on our life, when the pressure mounts, the thoughts that we have allowed ourselves to, to think over and over, it manifests itself in our mouth. You remember Eeyore from two weeks ago? Think about what his internal soundtrack has to be like. Because these are a few quotes from Eeyore. See if some of these attitudes sound familiar. Yep, it's not much of a house, but it's just right for not much of a donkey. Or, could be worse, not sure how, but it could be. Or, it's the only cloud in the sky and it's drizzling right on me. Somehow, I'm not surprised. Does this sound like some of the words that come out of our mouths when we're thinking about ourselves? Are these the thoughts that are playing in our, in our head and manifesting themselves in our mouths? Is this our self-talk? Well, I think we can agree that taking our thoughts captive and, and controlling what comes out of our mouth is important, but which do we deal with first? That's the question. The thoughts 
or the words? Do the thoughts create the word that shapes our lives? Or do the words that we speak create the environment that actually directs our thoughts? Which comes first, the chicken or the egg? Well, it's actually both. And so today we're going to tackle that. Because so far in this series, it's all been focused on our thoughts, on renewing our mind and being transformed in our thinking. And we've talked about taking thoughts captive, right, and bringing them into submission. And so today we're going to talk about another tool, another weapon to actually help us change our thoughts, to switch our soundtrack. And that takes place when we use our tongues to, and change what we say. And this is what I want us to take home with us today. And you may actually, you may want to write this down. Here it is. Changing our words can help change our thoughts. Say that again. Changing our words can help change our thoughts. You can help change your thoughts by changing what you say intentionally, changing the lyrics to the internal soundtrack that we're singing and, the, and therefore the direction of our lives. You see, our words can change the atmosphere and the environment that's created. Words, especially when spoken out loud, can have a powerful impact on our thoughts. And I'm going to show you how that works today. Repeating scriptural affirmations, repeating scriptures out loud can actually reinforce certain beliefs and attitudes within ourselves. It can also create beliefs. It can alter our underlying thought patterns that we have on a regular basis. And it's a powerful weapon that can change the direction of our life. And it's, it's grounded in biblical understanding of the words that we speak, including the words that we say to ourselves. Because the words that we say are not just in a reflection of our internal uh, beliefs, but it also has the power to change our external situations. Because when we speak God's thoughts, God's words, God's life into a situation, and we, and we could also speak it into our thought life and the soundtrack that we are playing in our, in our brain. And it can multiply the effect that we have by changing our thoughts, by creating and cultivating positive, truthful, life-affirming thoughts and things that are based on God's truths. What we're doing is we're not only taking the negative, misguided thoughts. We're not just taking those captive and replacing them with God's words that we, that we can hear on repeat in our thoughts. But, but we also are changing the people around us. And so here's the question. How is changing what I say going to change my thoughts? Because you can say one thing and think another. We all know this. But you see, the tongue, the words that we speak, they seem like some, they seem small and insignificant. We have so many words. It's easy to, to, to discount their power. But Jesus' brother James, his half-brother James, has something to say about what the, the power of the tongue is. In James chapter 3, we read about the importance of the tongue, how important it is, and how to use it. He says this, when we put bits into the mouths of horses, we make them obey us and we can turn the whole animal. And look, I know there's a lot, anybody love horses? Anybody like horses? Maybe you own a horse or you just enjoy riding them or just seeing them. They're just majestic, beautiful creatures. And so we understand, if we understand horses, the power of the bit. 
just a little direction caused by pressure in the, in the, on the bit in the horse's mouth, mouth will turn the horse wherever we want it to go. It's very, very small, but it can control a thousand pound animal. And so James says this, he talks about that. And then he says, likewise, the tongue is a very small, small part of the body, but it makes great boasts. Consider what a great forest is set on fire by such a small spark. Just a small spark with the right fuel can create, and it can create a nice fire to keep us warm on a cold day like today. But when that fire gets out of control, it can actually cause a huge, huge problem. In fact, a few years ago in, in the Texas Panhandle, a spark got blown into a dry wheat field and ignited a fire. It burnt, listen to this, just short of 480,000 acres. Could you imagine? Multiple deaths, losses of homes, farms, ranches. It was heartbreaking to so many people, but it started from just something so small like the tongue, which is also a fire, a world of evil among the parts of the body. It can corrupt the whole body, sets the whole course of one's life on fire, and is itself set on fire by hell if we don't control it. Because to those ranchers, the whole course of their lives were set on fire. But here, here's the thing. James is not the only place that we find the scriptures that is important about the power of our word. In fact, uh, Paul says, don't let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is, listen to this, what's helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. It's the power of our tongue. This idea of building people up according to the, their needs, that doesn't just apply to others. Because sometimes I need to be built up myself. I have needs, right? And so what if what we say to ourselves works the same way as this does? That when we speak words over ourselves that build ourselves up, when we hear our own words in our ears, those words we speak to ourselves, they enter the brain just like any other words that we use. It's amazing that when we say these things to build ourselves up, they actually work the same way as encouraging your best friend or your spouse or your coworker. David said he encouraged himself. We can build ourselves up with our own words, our own self-talk. In fact, Proverbs 21, 23 says, those who guard their mouths, last, last week we talked about guarding our hearts. This is, now it's talking about guarding our, how, our mouths and their tongues keep them from calamity. I don't need any more calamity in my life. And then David said, I will, wash, I will watch my ways and I'll keep my tongue from sin. I will put a muzzle on my mouth. Anybody need a muzzle? I need a muzzle sometime. And while in the presence of the wicked, have you ever thought sometimes the things that I speak over myself, I'm in the presence of the wicked? Mm. See, Sometimes when our thoughts that are wrong, they keep repeating, we need to put a muzzle on our mouth. We need to take those, those things captive. I, I know a lady one time that she got a diagnosis of cancer and she knew, she knew that, that, that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And so she knew that her mouth was not right. She decided she was not gonna talk and she didn't talk for weeks 
She had other people pray over her, speak the word over her, pray the prayer of faith of her, but she knew the power of her heart, the power of of her mouth, that what was in her heart was not the right thing. And she knew it would come out of her mouth because what's in your heart is gonna come out of your mouth. And she knew that and she just went on it. She just said, I'm not talking anymore. And she didn't talk for weeks while other people prayed and she's living today cancer-free. But it's interesting because not because she understood Well, because she did understand the power of her tongue and she understood that it had life and death and what was in the inside of her was not right yet. And so she just decided, I'm not gonna let that spark out. I'm gonna let other people pray for me. We've gotta, we have to change what we say because it will affect what we believe. Okay, Micah, this sounds like a lot of new age mumbo jumbo. Right, all this talk about positive affirmations and all that stuff, is this a church service or a Tony Robbins seminar? All right, which is it? Well, positive affirmations, they're fine and they're good, but that's not what I'm talking about, okay? I'm talking about something completely different. I'm talking about speaking the scriptures over yourself. It's not just positive, it's power, all right? It is the very word of God that spoke the universe into existence. What do you think that, has, that effect has on you? The God that spoke things into existence, his very word. And if God says it, I choose to believe it. I choose to believe, to bring my beliefs in line with his word rather than trying to find some loophole around what he said because my experiences are not that yet. Is that right? So how do we do this? Well, I wanna give you a few examples of how to do this. Maybe some of those that tend to be critical in our speech. This is something vulnerably, this is something I struggle with, okay? I am a critical thinker, which is an asset, okay? That's part of God's gift to me. But if I let it go unchecked, then I get a critical spirit, which is a different thing. The spirit that's never pleased, it expects to find something wrong in every situation, and this is a critical spirit. So what if I change the soundtrack lyrics to become the opposite of a critical spirit, all right? What if I spoke, what if I spoke the word? What if I used 1 Corinthians 14 and with love and I rewrote my own soundtrack with the scriptures? And so even though I may feel frustrated and critical, I make an intentional decision to speak that I do not dishonor others. This is all from 1 Corinthians. I am not self-seeking. I am not easily angered. I keep no record of wrongs. I rejoice in the truth. And because I walk in love, I choose to protect, to trust, to hope, to persevere, and to rejoice. This is what I'm talking about. Or maybe we feel defensive, maybe because of defensiveness or you feel wronged, okay? And so you've got those negative things that start coming in, but what if the lyrics that you start to say, the soundtrack that you write for yourself is, I have wisdom from God and I know what to do in every situation. I lack nothing. God loves, equips, and guides me. What if that was your soundtrack? What if that's what came out of your mouth? Or as parents, what are we saying over our kids and God's plan for their lives? Trust me, they hear enough about being a cosmic accident or an advanced form of of amoeba. They hear that enough. They'll hear enough about relative truth, other places that life has no purpose or meaning. They hear that. 
in the world that they're in. And they're gonna have to wrestle with that soundtrack. But what if their parents told them the truth that God loves you and has a purpose for you, that they are made in the image of a loving father who cares and wants the best for them, that they are not a mistake or an accident, but God knew them before they were formed in their mother's womb. Your words over your children, my words over my child, they have immense power that we underestimate so often. And we have to be careful because you can say, you can say things like, how could you do something so stupid? Was it, no, Mike, I didn't call them stupid. I didn't say that. I said, how could you do something so stupid? Can I tell you that your child just heard you and stupid? I understand what you said was technically correct, but communication is not in what you say, it's in what they hear. And so it may be, you, they do something and you're just like, I know that this is not who you are. There's gonna be consequences for what you did, but this is not who you are. And then you speak the word of God over them. This is how we raise our children to understand and have a healthy self-talk and a healthy um, soundtrack. And so this is a healthier soundtrack to send them to school with, right? And look, those of you that have your children and adventure kids this morning, I'm telling you, you can be assured that our teachers, they are speaking life. They are reading scriptures over your children every single week. We're partnering with parents from the nursery all the way to kids' church. We know the power over, of words over them. And so, and look, if you wanna make a difference in the lives of someone, you should serve in the children's ministry because that, that's one of the places that, that's one of the best places that you could change a life. And so look, I'm about to challenge you to do something this week that just to be honest, it's gonna be possibly the most awkward, the most difficult, even maybe the most embarrassing thing that I have asked you to do during this entire series. <laughs> Quiet. You're gonna think of a hundred reasons why not to do this. The enemy is gonna tell you in your mind, this is the dumbest thing that you've ever done. That preacher's insane. All right, but here, I wanna tell you, other people are gonna, are, they may think that you have lost it, gone off the deep end. There may be a hundred reasons not to, but I'm asking you, what could it hurt? So, well, I don't know what you're gonna ask me to do yet. So here's the thing that I want you to do. And, and I want you to do it every day this week. I wanna challenge you to do that. All right, are you ready? You wanna know what it is? For the next week, every morning when you wake up and every evening before you go to bed, just for five minutes, look at yourself in the mirror, disheveled hair, no makeup and all, and confess the word over your life out loud in front of a mirror while looking at yourself in the eyes. If there's an area that you're struggling to believe about yourself, Find the scripture that counters that and write it in dry, write your soundtrack in dry erase on the mirror or a post-it note on the, on the mirror and say it to yourself while looking at yourself in the mirror. I promise it's gonna feel weird. In fact, it'll be really hard because there, sometimes there's cognitive dissonance between what you're saying and what you really believe about yourself. But look at yourself in the mirror and say things like, I don't have a spirit of fear. I'm not afraid, but of power, love, and a sound mind. That I am strong and courageous, no matter how I feel. I am not afraid or discouraged because I know God is with me wherever I go. 
or maybe you have thoughts of weakness or low self-esteem, those kind of things, then you can, all these are gonna be in the Church Center app notes, as, by the way, if you want them. But maybe if you've got low self-esteem, you look in the mirror and you say, greater is he that is in me than he is in the world. I am more than a conqueror. I take negative thoughts captive and they submit to the authority of Jesus in his name. That's what I'm talking about. Or how about this one? I am loved. I am valued. God knew me before he formed me in my mother's womb. He has a plan and purpose for me. I'm telling you, it's powerful. Maybe you just need to strengthen your family. So you look in the mirror and you say, my spouse loves and respects me. Our children are becoming arrows in the hands of warriors. That means that you're being intentional, that no weapon formed against us can prosper. That everything I put my hand to, it goes well. It prospers. See, this is what I'm talking about. You could Google scriptures for whatever you're going through and then fill in that soundtrack with it for you or for yourself. Write it out based upon the scriptures. You can steal some of these off of the Church Center app or you can write yourself. Write them yourself. But this is gonna help build the muscle of your thoughts to change some of the things that you've been carrying in your mind and your will and in your, and your emotions. It's powerful. It strengthens your ability to control what comes out of your mouth, okay? So then after doing it a few times, it'll get easier, but I wanna encourage you to keep with it just as a part of your daily routine when you're brushing your teeth, okay? Even if it's just five minutes, it's gonna make a huge, huge difference in your life. It's gonna break the power of negative thoughts by hearing you speak to yourself, life-giving words, scriptures, and eventually what'll happen is that cognitive dissonance, it will begin to dissolve. And you'll find it easier to believe the new words that are gonna change your thought patterns of what you used to believe about yourself to what you now believe out of yourself. That, and because of this change, you're gonna be a powerful influence to other people as well. Because once you're enough in and of yourself and in Christ in you, you can help other people. And once you start speaking scripture, you're gonna start seeing the good things everywhere around you. And imagine the influence that we can have on our world around us when we're all growing and strengthening our lives and strengthening our families with, that, with the positive mindset that's grounded in the word of God. I mean, how many more disciple makers could we make? How many more people could we lead to Christ? How many more families could we strengthen if we create the right environment with not only the right thoughts, but the right words that create the right thoughts, that create the right words, that create the right thoughts. It's, a, it's an amazing cycle. And here's the thing, is God has called us to be more than what we are. And it can't be, it, it's not too hard to imagine because it's happening even now as you listen to the words coming out of my mouth. You're changing on the inside. And so you're just, you are just increasing that. And I wanna encourage you, next week is one last principle that's gonna help us to change the soundtrack of our lives and you wanna be here because it could be the most powerful, the most powerful tool in your toolbox to actually not just let this be a series in your life and that a month from now you don't, you don't remember anything, it'll be a tool to cement this into your life forever as life-changing, amen? Will you stand with me?